Good morning and welcome to our celebration of Mass here from Abbey Field. Our celebrant today is Father John Mokler. So we'll begin now with Spirit of the Living God. Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you now and always. And with your spirit. A very special welcome to all who are listening in to us. Uh, everybody following on the net or online and receiving the graces of God in this way in the times that we're in. We begin, as always, acknowledging that we are sinners in need of God's mercy. We ask his forgiveness as we prepare our hearts to celebrate this sacred mystery. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words in what I have done and what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord have, mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on, and on earth peace to people of good will. We, we praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who through the grace of adoption, chose us to be children of light. Grant, we pray, that we may not be wrapped in the darkness of error, but always be seen to stand in the bright light of truth. 
Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the second book of, of the Kings. One day, as Elisha was on his way to Shunem, a woman of rank who lived there pressed him to stay and eat there. After this, he always broke his journey for a meal when he passed that way. She said to her, she said to her husband, Look, I am sure the man who is constantly passing our way must be a holy man of God. Let us build him a small room on the roof and put him a bed in it and a table and chair and lamp. Whenever he comes to us, he can rest there. One day when he came, he retired to the upper room and lay down. What can be done for him? He asked. Gehazi, his servant, answered, Well, she has no son, and her husband is old. Elisha said, Call her. The servant called her, and she stood at the door. This time, next year, Elisha said, You will hold a son in your arms. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. When we were baptized in Christ Jesus, we were baptized in his death. In other words, when we were baptized, we went into the tomb with him and joined him in death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead by the Father's glory, we too might live a new life. 
but we live that having died with Christ we shall return to life with him Christ as we know having been raised from the dead will never die again death has no power or over him anymore when he died he died once for all to sin so his life now is life with god and in the in that way you too must consider yourself to be dead to sin but alive for god in christ jesus the word of the lord thanks be god gospel acclamation hallelujah to accept the words of your son alleluia Jesus instructed the twelve as follows, Anyone who prefers father or mother to me is not worthy of me. Anyone who prefers son or daughter to me is not worthy of me. Anyone who does not take up his cross and follow in my footsteps is not worthy of me. Anyone who finds his life will lose it Anyone who loses his life for my sake will find it. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me, and those who welcome me welcome the one who sent me. Anyone who welcomes a prophet because he is a prophet will have a prophet's reward. And anyone who welcomes a holy man because he is a holy man will have a holy man's reward if anyone gives so much as a cup of cold water to one of these little ones because he is a disciple then i tell you solemnly he will most certainly not lose his reward this is the gospel of the lord praise you lord the word of god today which is always good news for us points out to us what we are what our future holds and therefore what is expected of us in other words the challenge that is always put to us so we begin with what we are it was pointed out actually in the very opening prayer of the mass when it said god chose us to be children of light now 
It makes the distinction between being clothed in the darkness of error. The opening prayer is asking God to keep us free from the darkness of error so that we live as the children of light that he adopted us to be. How did he do this? Uh, make us children of the light. It's pointed out in the second reading when St. Paul speaks of what happened when we were baptized. It's only by having a, a clear understanding of what the first and second reading are speaking about that we will understand the gospel. St. Paul speaks about when we were baptized, we went into the tomb with Jesus. We joined him in death. Now, you could ask yourself, how is that possible? Because there's about 2,000 years of distance between when Jesus died and went into the tomb and our day when we are here as the present generation. But this is a spiritual journey, and this is what happened. That's why St. Paul says, when we were baptized, we went into the tomb with him and joined him in death, so that, so that as Christ raised from the dead by the Father's glory, we too might live a new life. When we were baptized. Uh, the life of death and sin that Jesus destroyed by going to the tomb and by rising from the dead was communicated to us through baptism. This is the mystery of the sacrament. And in that moment, the darkness that we were clothed with the darkness of error, as the opening prayer called it. But what is it? What was it? It was original sin. Clothed in darkness is to be clothed in sin. That was removed, and our baptism clothed us with the divine light of Christ. We call it living in the state of grace. Our soul is the dwelling place of the life of the Blessed Trinity. Now, concerning our future, it says, uh, we shall return to life with Christ. It's clearly referring to the future. And that is why we go to Mass. That's why we thank God that we have the celebration of the Mass. And by the way, for the times that we're in, we thank God that so many can follow online and receive the graces because this is what nourishes this gift of God's divine life in the soul, keeping us clothed with that new life that Christ won for us. Now, we're called to live it, it says, so that we might live a new life. In the present day, in other words, so that we return to the fullness of life with Christ in 
the next life when our earthly journey finishes. But how do we do that? It's pointed out in the first reading, which is a, a bit complicated, so I'll explain it simply. Uh, the man passing by and the lady said to the, the man passing by was Elisha the prophet and the lady said to her husband we should make a, a, a room in the roof, a small room on the roof put a bed in it and a table and chair and lamp so that when he comes he can rest there now what, it's not just talking about a building we must apply the spiritual meaning to ourselves. The roof, which is all clearly the highest point of a building, referring to ourselves, what is the roof? The highest part of the human being, the faculties of the soul, our intellect, our mind. Now, we ask ourselves, what's in the roof? What have we have we a small room made for the holy man on the roof? In other words, have we a room made for Jesus as he passes our way, not just every day, but every moment? We know where he said in Scripture, I stand at the door and knock. Now, whoever makes the room for him on the roof, in the mind, in other words, in the heart. What did he say? Whoever loves me will be loved by my Father. We will come to him and make our home in him. So we must always make sure that the, roof, the room on the roof is not full of all the rubbish of the world. How do we make the room? Through prayer, loving the sacraments, doing what you're doing now, following Mass online, and doing all the good work that we can. Now it says here, she told the husband, we make the room and we put a table and chair in it and a bed. Now, when you have somebody, why do you direct them to the table and the chair so that they eat? And if you like them a lot, you'll give them a good feed. Well, if we have made a proper room on the roof, again, in our mind, on the heart, uh, we put a table and chair. In other words, we give Jesus the food that he desires, which is love. He wants ourselves our souls. He wants us to return to him the best we can, what he bestows on us. And that's why it refers to the lamp. She said to the husband, we'll put a lamp in the room as well. Christ is the one who illuminates the room. In other words, illuminates our mind, our heart, so that we have a very clear understanding uh, between what is right and what is wrong. Our will is strengthened to live in this grace of God. And day by day, we don't just give him a small room. 
we increase it day by day so that our whole being becomes the dwelling place of God. That's the room. And he will rest there, which the bed in the room is referring to. That's why you have a bed. We all have a bed so that we have the rest that we need. Jesus wants to rest in us. In other words, make his home in us. And this is what he's pointing out in the gospel. We must love making space within our lives for him more than anything. It's not that he wants us to turn against mother, father, brother, sister, so on. He's putting a radical um, expression when he says, anyone who prefers father or mother to me is not worthy of me. Anyone who um, prefers anything in life to him is not worthy of him. What is he saying? Uh, What the prophet said to the woman in the first reading, because you have gone to so much trouble for me, uh, what can I do for you? Jesus is saying we must make the effort. Uh, Think of the joy that we will have when we come before God in the next life. And he says to us, Look at the trouble that you went to for me, making a room on the roof. I loved living in you. You made me a big room. Look at all the effort you made. Now, here's what I do for you. And he gives the reward, which is shown in the form of here of the prophet saying to the woman, you will have a son. In other words, The efforts made uh, lead to new life. For us, the new life is the heavenly reward. So this is what Jesus is saying in the gospel. To love him, radiate that love to others, mother, father, family, everybody. But it requires effort. Uh, When we come before him, it would be the saddest, most tragic thing to hear. You did not get any trouble from me. You couldn't be bothered about me. You made no room. The roof was full of every rubbish. And I couldn't enter. So this is the challenge put to us every day. How good are we at making a room on the roof? In other words, he wants the best place in our lives. So we ask that with his grace we will do this and that he will shine and radiate his light through us, which is what we are called to do. He tells us elsewhere, your light must shine. And that's possible only if Jesus is the one who occupies the room, occupies our whole being, making us his living temples. So we stand now and profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, 
begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. It is Lord who directs our heart towards all that is good, and so we ask him to guide us as we make our request. In today's readings, we are reminded by Jesus of the importance of hospitality, kindness, and generosity in our Christian lives. We pray that we may be ever mindful of his message and that those of us who are blessed with sufficient in our lives Hear the cry of those in need and be generous in our response. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. We pray today for our brothers and sisters throughout the world who are bodily and spiritually hungry that through the inspiration of Jesus and the generosity and example of Christians they have food on their tables and love of the Lord in their hearts. Lord, hear us. Lord, that those who come to Ireland to make a new life for themselves and to their families may receive a genuine Kate Millen Forte. Lord, hear us. That those who experience loneliness may have support when they need it. Lord, hear us. We pray for all our young children who are starting their summer holidays. We pray that they get the sunshine that they deserve and that in a safe and happy environment they learn to appreciate the wonders of nature and the companionship of friends. Lord, hear us. Lord, we bow our heads and remember in, in silence our own personal intentions and the intention of those who asked for our prayers. Lord, hear us. Lord, gracious, hear us. Almighty God and Father, in faith, hope, and love, in the power of your grace working in our lives, we present these prayers to you through Christ our Lord. Amen.
Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hand for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. O God, who graciously accomplish the effects of your mysteries, grant, we pray, that the deeds by which we serve you may be worthy of these sacred gifts. This we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For by his birth he brought renewal to humanity's fallen state, and by his suffering cancelled out our sins. By his rising from the dead he has opened the way to eternal life, and by ascending to you, O Father, he has unlocked the gates of death. And so, with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. To you, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite, and govern her throughout the whole world together with your servant, Francis our Pope, Brendan our Bishop, and all those who are holding to the truth and on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants and all gathered here whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you this sacrifice of praise, for they offer it for themselves and for all those who are dear to them, for the redemption of their souls, in the hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. In communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, and all your saints, we ask that through their merits and prayers in all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace and command that we may be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven to you, O God, his almighty Father, 
giving you thanks and praise, he broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, <clears throat> he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands, and once more, giving you thanks and praise, gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith when we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ, your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the just, the sacrifice of Abraham our father in faith and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer, we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts now be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with the sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. To us also, your servants who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share and fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, St. Patrick, St. Bridget, St. Ita, St. Pio, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their heavenly company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord, you sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us.
Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that, with the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await in joyful hope for the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your holy will, you who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Lamb of God, you take, take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Happy are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you shall enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. So just some announcements for the parish of Abbeyfield and perhaps applicable to other parishes as well. As many of you will be aware from the news coverage, all places of worship may be open for people to attend Mass or other religious ceremonies from Monday the 29th of June. However, there are strict conditions to the reopening. The maximum number of people allowed to attend is 50, and this figure includes the priest, sacristan and steward. In reality, we are looking at 40 parishioners attending. What we are really looking at over the next few weeks is a gradual opening of our churches, and if all goes well, the number of people attending will increase. So a few points that you might find helpful. Firstly, the obligation to attend Sunday Mass remains suspended. However, we would encourage people to come to Mass during the weekdays. Secondly, those who come to Mass and discover when they arrive that the maximum number of people is already in the church, parishioners will be able to hear Mass here in Abbey Field, in the car park, through an outside loudspeaker system which was installed. For those who have to remain in the car park, Holy Communion will be distributed at the Grotto of Our Lady, on the right-hand side of the church. And again, the two-metre social distancing must be strictly adhered to while attending Mass in the church car park. We need to keep in mind that the practice up to now of everybody attending Mass on a Saturday evening or Sunday morning is not possible, practical or safe in these circumstances. But what we are suggesting is that some people come to Mass during the weekdays. 
Some parishioners like to attend Mass daily. We are asking these parishioners to attend Mass just once a week for the time being. That is to give everybody an opportunity to come to church. That is why when we will open for people to attend, we will have here in this parish both morning and evening Masses during the weekdays. In order to make attendance at Mass as safe as possible for those who wish to attend, we need the help and assistance of many stewards. And I want to thank all those who have already volunteered both here in Abbey Field and other parishes. But we need more helpers. Any individual over 18 years of age and with no underlying health condition is welcome to help with the stewarding and the cleaning. And the cleaning of the church building after Mass is essential in order to maintain safety and prevent the spread of the virus. Now here in Abbey Field Parish, we will be opening for our first Mass with parishioners on Tuesday the 7th of July. So that's Tuesday week. We still have a lot of work to do in getting volunteers and we still have a lot of work to do in preparing the church. So tomorrow evening here in the parish at half past seven, there will be a meeting for all those who wish to help in the stewarding and the cleaning of the church. That's Monday evening at half past seven here in Abbeyfield Church. Other people who are listening from other parishes should really make contact with their own priests and their own parishes to find out exactly what's happening. Also, there will be a meeting of all uh, ministers of the Word here in the parish on Tuesday evening at half seven and meeting of the ministers of the Eucharist at eight o'clock. Today, our prayers, we are asked to remember uh, Gerard Cotter, whose funeral will take place here at 12 o'clock this morning. And also, we're asked to uh, pray for Sean Healy, who died during the week. And also, our prayers for Anne Cullnan of Killarney Road, whose funeral will take place tomorrow. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. So our thanks and appreciation this morning to Father John Mokler from the Castle West, but also working in the parish unit of Arda, Kerikeri, Monaghe and Fiona Castlemahan. We thank him for coming to celebrate Mass with us this morning. Thanks, Father John. Hail Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, hail our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry for banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, O most gracious advocate, and eyes of mercy towards us. And after this, our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, pray for us, O Holy Mother of God. Let us pray. May this divine sacrifice which we have offered and received fill us with life, O Lord, we pray, so that bound to you in lasting charity we may bear fruit that lasts forever through Christ our Lord. <clears throat> Just want to say uh, thanks to Father Tony for inviting me to say the Mass here. It's always a great privilege to celebrate Mass more so in these times, and to speak to people through the modern means of communication. So uh, I want to express my thanks to Father Tony for having me here in this very nice church in Abbey Field this morning. So I give you the final blessing and wish everybody the best as we continue to live through these difficult times. 
and remember the secret to joy and happiness is living by God's commandments because in this way we give Jesus the top place on the roof our whole heart of love the Lord be with you May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go in the peace of Christ to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.